0: We'll
1: to the Best Picture Cast, where normally we deep dive a different Best Picture winner each week with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. Tonight, we will be doing something a little different as we are continuing a series of episodes where we invite previous Best Picture Cast co-hosts on to talk about their top 10 favorite movies. As you may know, my name is Kieran B. And we have a very special guest to come on today to talk about his top 10 movies of all time. And he is... Chris G, Chris G,
0: welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Uh, I've been waiting quite a while to do this, so uh, I'm I'm definitely pumped.
1: Yes, this has been hanging over uh, some of our heads for quite a while here. Some of the the guys got out of the way early and the the rest of us have had to sit and stew a bit.
0: I needed the time to to reconcile this list because it was a
1: really, it was traumatic. It was a traumatic experience (laughs) for me, for sure. That's right, and uh, we like to always have someone on board for the ride, too. And uh, we have another frequent flyer around here. He is Artie B. Artie, welcome to the mix.
2: Thanks again for inviting me to this. This is very exciting. Very interested to hear Chris G's list. You know, he's from a different generation. Ah! (laughs) He likes <laughs> you son of a bitch. He likes <laughs> let, let me tell you something. He likes the weirder movies. I
0: do. I think you I think you guys are going to be a bit surprised. I I definitely went in some unexpected directions, I think. Yeah,
2: uh, cool. Wouldn't it be funny if you just started rattling off Best Picture winners and you like you didn't <laughs> No, no,
1: the, you didn't follow the rules. There were rules. Six <laughs> Silence of the Lamb. Yes, and he's uh, already here is segueing me nicely. because we do have some rules for this list here. This is a this this top ten list here. It's just not we're not putting out what we think are the ten greatest movies of all time, or or trying to put together like an AFI top ten or anything. It's a personal favorite list, the 10 favorite movies. You can define it however you want. It's it's your list. Make it your own. There were a couple rules, as Artie was alluding to there. No Best Picture winners. You know, this is a podcast where we specifically cover Best Picture winners. We talk enough about those. There's lengthy episodes and all the ones we've covered. There's lengthy episodes to come on the ones we haven't. So they are not in the mix here. I know I'm sure you wanted to add gentlemen's agreement. Uh, oh, in the yeah, America. absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, Broadway Melody was like yes, top of the not list. Not eligible but, Unfortunately... Couldn't keep it. I uh, had to discard that one.
2: You probably started your list originally with How Green Was My Valley. <laughs> oh, yes. One of my
0: favorites of all time.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful. Oh, we're going to do the Green, How Green Is My Valley Bastion already. Right? <laughs> okay. uh, we can only select one movie per director. So if, once, you, once you've used a director, that's it. You know, you can't have you can't have six Finchers on there. I know, although I'm I sure mean, you I, probably I could, I would have. If I could, I would have. He probably found a loophole. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's listen to Grand z's episode and you'll hear all about those loopholes but yeah so chris so this this is going to be your episode man we get to get the listener gets a feel for uh who you are as a movie fan i mean they've heard your voice before many times before going all the way back to the third episode rain man which we recorded uh, right here yeah. in the chris cheese studios yeah
0: well, that was a that was a great one i love that movie and uh not on my list not wouldn't have been on my list
1: but i, I did i do enjoy that movie yes yeah good one for sure And now we are going to talk about, before we get things started here and kick off uh, with number 10, talk about what we're drinking here today. And we'll start uh, with the man who is about to unleash the list. Chris, what did you bring along for your list?
0: I have a very local brewery here that uh, if you're not from, I think even Long Island, you wouldn't know them. Uh, Destination unknown, Hazy Escape IPA. Shawshank is not on the list, (laughs) but it would be a great beer if if we were talking about Shawshank today. What's yes. the ABV on that? Oh, it's, uh, you know, 5.5. 5. It's it's not an RDB beer. It's uh, more of a, a Chris G. beer. Mm. You know, It was double the ABV. RDB is, is right up his alley. Then we're into
1: my light beer category. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's the Destination Unknown Brewing Company. You may know that as Dubco. Dubco. Yeah, right. Dubco. That's in Bayshore, Bay New York. I yeah, think so, good, yeah. Good, spot. good We actually motel. have a buddy that
0: works for them. Johnny K.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll go to RDB next. RDB, what'd you have here?
2: Keeping it going with the BPC tradition of Montauk Brewery. We got the Wave Chaser IPA, 6.4%.
0: Wave Chaser's probably been on this pod more than any other, even Montauk beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be up there at the top of the list. Out of all the
1: Montauk's, I th- would think they're probably maybe the most. If they didn't discontinue the
2: session, it probably would have been the session, but the it's definitely the wave chaser. The session was on a lot too. Of- I'll tell
0: you, the color is it's my favorite Montauk color. It's it's a purple, the purple can. can. It, the purple can's where it's at for me. Yeah, I see well, that purple can, I go right for it every time.
2: I like the session can too, the green one. That, mm-hmm. that was a good one. I don't
0: like the new. What's that? The one that's like it's like mustard. The mustard color, color. yeah, that's I like the, that. One. The haze. The and...
1: beer is good. I just don't like the. Oh, well, there's only there. so many colors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the Easy Rider uh, can, I love the color and don't love the beer. Ah, so, there that's you like go. the reverse. Yeah, I thought it was Easy Rider too, and I was gonna buy it today, mm-hmm. and
2: because I'm like I'm just sitting here, I'm not even really doing anything on this episode. <laughs> And I went to buy it, and it's the Easy Riser. Oh, oh. I know. Wow. It's one of those, like, does the Monopoly man have uh, monocle things? Yeah, yeah.
0: He does not have a monocle. No, it's the Mandela effect. I don't know. It's It's the Planter's Peanut Guy back Is there. Is
1: there a T in Flintstones? I don't believe you. Yeah, we'll have to have statistician Joey R. Let us know which Montauk brands have been dragged the most here. I'm sure he's got some sort of chart for that. So well, once
0: he hears this, he's gonna go back to episode <laughs> he, one. He did let he did let me down this week. Uh, I asked him for the, everybody else's top ten list. And he Didn't I, have it. He did not have it. Well, I was very disappointed. Yeah, he was the very he first. He was probably
1: disappointed in himself. I
0: wasn't mad. I was disappointed. You know, there's a difference.
1: He was the very first top 10 episode so he might have just got his out of the way and was like phew i'm done with this (laughs) move on from there and chris as i know you and i have shared many an ipa over the over the years and you're a an ipa and craft beer enthusiast i brought along a new england style ipa from the cigar city brewing company down in tampa florida and it is the fancy papers new england ipa 6.5 percent abv so we're going with the fancy papers. Chris, we're going to get into things here, but just a, a little bit about you and your, your resume here at BPC. I said before, Rain Man was your very first episode, or episode three. And guess how many movie episodes you've been on? Forget about the rankings, forget about the previews. Just how many movies you've covered for Best Picture Cast? Seven? Oh, much, much more than that. Oh my God, really? That. 18. You've no been way. On 18 I've been on 18 movie movies? episodes. Yes, you have. 16. 16 movies. And those 16 movies are Rain Man, a Broadway Melody, which is also our Gangs of Goodfellas Defense, a Silence of the Lambs, A Man for All Seasons, where we also talked about Jaws, The Lost Weekend, Oliver, The Sting, Halloween, The Shawshank Redemption, Around the World in 80 Days, Back to the Future, Stand By Me, Bridge on the River Kwai, Green Book, A League of Their Own, and you were also recently on Worst Picture Cast episode for Chopping Mall.
0: Wow. It's, it, I can't believe I've been on that many. I mean, considering I've only seen 10 of those movies, it's, it's
1: incredible. <laughs> Some of them have just been erased from your, from your memory there. Also, you've been on pretty much all of our rankings episodes, a couple of, of preview episodes and whatnot, draft episodes as well. So it's been quite, a, quite the run here in the last yeah. two and a half you years. You need like
2: 11 more hours to join the union. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the we, podcaster's we, union. And Grant is the, the president of the union, correct?
2: Uh, <laughs> Joey and him are co-presidents. Oh, okay. I see. yes, <laughs> Perfect.
1: So in, in your, your time recording here with, with Chris Artie, and I have to say <clears throat> this trio was only on one episode as a trio. The Lost Weekend was the three of us. And it's kind of we've been saying like how have the three of us not done more episodes with just us three like it it was a, such a good episode such a good mix I mean you you make that decision
0: so I mean you can ask yourself that
1: <laughs> I know I know but you think it would have uh, we would have pushed for it a little bit of course the three of us have been on with other with other people, other people. Yeah. Um, you, you got to get us on some stuff coming up soon I think we got to do one we got to find one for you, the three of us you got to
0: get somebody who's who's prepared and uh so you can't just have Artie and i you know we're both, you can't have two wild cards at the same time you know you gotta
1: yeah, your reaction guys yeah yeah we're
0: exactly we're the color color right, right. Yeah, you
1: have to have somebody else someone, uh, someone needs to anchor this damn thing so Artie, i'm gonna ask you just going back to chris i mean the three of us are, are, are buddies close buddies outside of this too here but when you think about your uh, the episodes you've been on with chris or some of your bpc memories of chris uh, what what sticks out in your mind Chris
2: is a uh, hilarious on air character He's no different in real life than he is on air, which is, we're all a little, like, different. It's he's, called Chris authentic. Is
0: yeah, it's yeah. Chris
1: is authentic. That's what I get a shoot for. It's true. Like, every one of us, like, we'll at least put on a little bit of a, a tinge of a voice or we, we go get into character a little bit. Chris is press play and he's just, he's just himself. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. He, he's, like, doing, he's, like, cleaning his kitchen while he's recording the episode. Yeah. There's no difference. Some of, some of the episodes Chris is on he, that stand out to you from, from the past.
2: Rain Man, his first episode was great, right off the bat. I was like, oh, he's going to be a good host, um, oh, thanks, or buddy. he's going to be a good guest. We, uh, You're welcome. That'll be the end of the conference <laughs> right there. <laughs> but we we all have a history at film going back before this whole thing ever started. We had movie night where yeah. we'd watch these movies. I don't remember any of the movie nights, but, but <laughs> I'm
1: told they happened.
0: Well, you don't also don't remember any of the episodes, so it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. told they happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I told this story on the Rayman episode of um, me and Chris were... We have one night at his house where we were just in the, uh, it, we just kind of slunk off to like a side room while the, the party was going on. And we just started sipping tequila and just chatting movies. And we went through all the best picture winners each oh, year. Wow, I remember that. And we were there at like five in the morning, just <sighs> talking movies, going through it. Like, we were in my,
0: I had a garage that I converted into a big giant movie room. And we opened the door, and the sun was blasting (laughs) us in the face. We were like, oh, no, no. this is horrible.
1: This is horrible. (laughs) By the end of it, we got to, like, the 30s, where Chris... And I, you know, Chris hadn't heard of any of the movies. I barely had, had heard of them. That we're like, I don't, we don't know what we're talking we, about. It,
0: anymore. It, it was like, it was that if we were Siskel and Ebert talking about these movies <laughs> we had never even heard of?
1: This one doesn't sound good.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was good. That was a fun night. I For wish sure. I had that recorded. Oh please! I'm glad it's not. Yeah, it, I, I'm sure you sound like morons.
1: Yeah, and you know, Chris, you and I, we go, we go way back, man. We go way back. And I think like the first night we met was just at the bar. It was an open mic night. We're just sitting. There. I think he would just move to town. Yeah. And there was someone on, on stage, you know, performing on the open mic, and and I, I think what you know, there was, you know, we were we were ranking on a lot of people up there at that. But the one that I remember is there was someone up there playing the Radiohead song, The Benz, and I think you turned to me and you're like, God, this is a this is a great song. I'm like, Oh, I love this song. Yeah. This is an awesome song. Yeah. Was, this is a terrible version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's horrible. And then we were just best yeah, friends yeah, ever yeah. since. It's, yeah, <laughs> it was right. like the stepbrothers moment. Did yeah. We just <laughs> become best friends.
0: <laughs>
2: I think I
1: met you very shortly after yes, that at sure. trivia night, like sure. within yeah. a week or two of yeah. you guys meeting. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, we've had, we've had quite the run here. And if I just look back at some of the. Some of the episodes that you've been on that, that just stand out to me. Of course, I always look at the Shawshank episode. It's one of my favorites that we've done. Uh, the Back to the Future episode was a lot of fun with you <laughs> You nitpicking, uh, d- doing the nitpick section with Back to the Future and Joey just getting angrier <laughs> well, and angrier. It
0: was smoke was coming out of his ears. Like, it, it was great. It was I really loved the Oliver episode with me, you, and Grant. I mean, uh, I one. think I threw you guys completely through. A, I mean, through myself also through
1: a loop. I was like, Wait, I love this movie. Wait, what happened? Like, yeah, just, I mean, the three of us just, and then it's like another one of those unnecessarily long episodes because yeah. the three of us were just having so much fun talking. Well, because I, I, I Grant could
0: not wrap his head around the fact that I liked it. He <laughs> did not like it, you know. At all. So it was fantastic.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I think he came into it thinking it was going to be a bash session, yeah. and then, like me and you were like Oliver, Oliver. <laughs> oh God. Uh yeah, fun fun stuff. And recently, the the league of their own was was a ton of fun too. Oh, yeah. We we had a blast at that. And and dude, I love your chopping mall episode of Worst Picture Cast. I think that's one of the best Worst Picture Picture Cast. Yeah, episodes. it came out
0: good, man. That that's a that's a funny fucking movie, man. There's a lot to do to dive into there.
1: Take what he says
0: with a grain
2: of salt, because after mine, he said that was oh, the best word oh, for well, it. Well, but then his until came out and knocked you off
1: the, off the <laughs> table there, I already. How That's it. how it works.
0: I see how that works. No, that was a fun one. I'll definitely do another one of those.
1: There's Chris G, and now the uh, the people are going to hear from you about what your favorites are, Chris. This is okay. um super, just, I know that there's going to be some on there, just from knowing you. Like, And then there's, I'm sure you're going to throw a couple at me that I'm just totally not, not prepared for. I, I think for, you guys so. will be
0: surprised by a few of them. For sure, yeah. and there's going to be some that you're like, oh yeah, obviously.
2: I'd be surprised if I wasn't surprised by a few of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys think you know me, but you don't know. I'm don't coming know in they...
2: expecting you to say like some French. You're like, what the what <laughs> my land? We're like, what the
0: hell is that? That that's oddly enough, that's what I'm expecting from Kieran's Top ten, like he's yeah. going to hit me with something. I'm like, what? Like, what is he saying?
1: But we'll see. <laughs> well, that'll be for another day. But uh, already, as you said before, like uh, Chris kind of has that indie kind of taste, you know, with we'll, both the music and with, with movies, so I'm expecting some of that. But you also always surprise me with, with some of the stuff, because like, you, you think you like low-key love romances, too. Like so, I love Titanic, for instance. Yeah, like yeah. There's, there's this in there, so I'm, I'm excited to see the many directions. There may know, be so. a
0: romance in there somewhere,
1: you know. Right before we get to those top tens, I also, one of the things we do for this mm-hmm. is we let the uh, the person who's going pick their intro and outro songs. Oh. Too. so Chris want to so just tell us a little bit about your your intro song and, and why you picked it there
0: yep so it is Grandmaster Flash's white lines and uh, while it is about cocaine that is not why I picked the song it actually I, I, without I can't give it away but it, it is it, that song is uh, prominently displayed in two of my best my oh picks. cool all so, right it's a little teaser yeah it's a little teaser a so little if teaser. you if you can think of where that you've heard that song in a movie before, That is one of my picks. Oh, nice.
1: And do you want to give us a little teaser about your outro?
0: That also is prominently featured in my number one pick.
1: Ooh, okay. All right. So we'll be hot. We'll be hot on that. I can't give you a teaser. Well, that that was the teaser. There you go. There it is, Yeah. 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 Okay, so we are ready to kick things off, Chris. Let's start with your number 10. All right. My number 10 is Damien
0: Chazelle's 2014
1: Whiplash. Wow, Whiplash. I know, Kieran,
0: you're probably not terribly surprised that I that's on my list you know I love that movie and I have a really interesting story about the first time I saw that I was in Park City, Utah which is where I believe Sundance Film Festival is, mm-hmm. is. so we went we I was on a ski trip we were waiting for a, a flight a big group of us we have hours to spare let's go see a movie and we end up at this this tiny little indie theater and none of us knew any of the movies on the on the marquee and I had, like, read something about Whiplash, and I was like, I've heard that one's good. And nobody knew anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. And it was probably the most intense, like, movie theater experience I've ever had. Like, I, I mean, the term e- sitting on the edge of your seat apply. Like, I mean, I was sweat. I, I had, like, ass sweat. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, was, I was in peril watching this movie. You know, it, it's someone's intense. Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, uh, Paul Reiser is also in it. Uh, Just if you haven't seen it, it's a it's a must watch not I wouldn't say it's an easy watch by any stretch, but it's a a beautifully well-made movie beautifully acted and uh, very intense.
1: Yeah, it was definitely one I was expecting to hear today. If there's a surprise, it's that it was number 10. I thought maybe it would be up there a little higher on the list, but... There's just so <clears> many yeah. great movies
0: that I love, and, and ones I have a, a longer history with, which... Yeah,
1: the, the contemporary nature of it, it, hurts a little bit there. 2014? The, 2014. Yeah, 2014.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it is the most intense movie uh, theater experience I've ever had. I mean, everybody in the... We left, and the group of us were all like, Jesus Christ, like, what yeah. was that, you know? Uh... It's an amazing movie. Have
2: you Mark ever seen Tom. it already? Whiplash is a great movie, and I am also surprised it's not higher on your
1: list. Yeah, I thought that'd be up there. This is one, and and Chris's is, is just in my movie relation with Chris. Chris's is, is the one who stays on me most. Like you gotta see this. You gotta see this. <laughs> and and this one, you were like, you skipped the. You gotta see this, and you were like, you're I'm see, forcing you you're to watch you're this. So, this yes, yeah, so yeah. I, I watched it in this room for yeah. the first time you know, on the the Christie home movie theater yeah i love those intense of the movie theater experiences yeah
0: i mean the, the entire th- the, the the air was thick like let's just put it that way everybody mm. in the theater was was having a, a, an experience you could tell That's you awesome. know so, yeah.
1: incredible jk simmons performance uh, too I mean, yeah
0: i mean he still he still frightens me like you <laughs> know like even though he seems like a nice fellow like that He scares the shit out of you in that movie, you know, uh, unbelievable. Just yeah, as, really as
1: worthy as anyone's been for that supporting actor Absolutely. Oscar. I yeah. mean,
0: I was, I know there's, there's good movies in that year, but uh, I really was pulling for that movie to win Best Picture, you know, no
1: uh, yeah. so, great one. Very cool, very cool. I think we talked a little bit more about that on our Birdman episode, which yes. was the Best Picture yes. one that year. Yeah, which, which,
0: great, great movie also, <laughs> and well-deserving, and all that yeah. stuff. Okay, that was number ten.
1: Let's move on to number nine, Chris.
0: All right, number nine. This one's gonna throw you guys, I think, a little bit. Here's my. Here's where my romance comes in. It's Cameron Crowe's Two Thousand, Almost Famous. Wow. Yep. Two music movies right off the bat. Man, this one I just hit. I guess I saw it at the right time. I was twenty years old when that movie came out, and I I was a big like punk rock fan, and like didn't care about classic rock in any way, and. That movie kind of opened me up to, like, oh, these are, like, the 70s were, like, a beautiful time for music. And there's a lot of great stuff. And, I, you know, i watched the movie, I'm like, oh, I love that song. Oh, I love this song, you know. It's just a, it's just a great, heartwarming movie. Uh, some great performances. It introduced me to Billy Crudup, who I, I you guys know, I, mm-hmm. I love. That movie, the, the movie nights we used to have, I made you guys watch uh, uh, Jesus' Son. He was with also the in *Mission Impossible
1: 3. Oh, there you go! And wow, he was he, had, he played in a couple roles in the, the <laughs> in movie guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, there you go. Um, and he he's just a, he's a brilliant actor. Um, I I love him to death, and uh, this is where I I, I discovered him. Francis McDormand. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Kate, Kate Hudson, Hudson, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Anna Anna Paquin, your girl uh, uh, Faruza Balk. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Who's scares, uh, scares the shit out of me? But you Water Boy, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah it, it Jason Lee from
1: uh, the uh, uh, you know him from my the, name is Earl. Yeah my name Small is Earl or all the, any of the Kevin Smith yeah. movies
0: he's in a bunch of those so uh, just it's just a great movie. it's it, it, heartwarming and uh, it's a great love story. I fell in love with uh, uh, Kate Hudson in that movie so
1: yeah it's time for me to fess up on this one guys you know, I've, like, I've ducked this for a while here you know like almost famous. I've never seen. Oh! Those oh! things I've never seen. I think that it's come really up a couple of times, and I you could hear me just go quiet and go. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Kate Hudson. Yup, yeah, For Smith, for I have never him. seen the movie. I know. I and and you know what? Is that we own it. List? I. Uh, yeah, I own it. It's. I, I. think it's one of those that I haven't come to grips with the fact that I haven't seen it. Like in my mind, I'm, I just tell myself I've seen it because I've I've seen a bunch of the scenes and and you know yeah, parts I, of it because it, it was on in my house. Like we owned it. Yeah. Um, I have to... I have to correct you, that. I know Adam, Adam's at home right now freaking out because... Uh, and you, and you
0: love... Like, you love A Star is Born. It's a beautiful yeah. musical love story. Like... It, it's a
1: shameful admission, Chris. Yeah, I can't believe it. So you here's know. Chris... Chris has got venue now. I you gotta say... I gotta say... I, gotta I say actually... It.
0: And feel better about the fact that you haven't seen it. If you had said you didn't like it, I would have yeah. been more upset. Yeah. So...
2: Well, I'm in the worst situation a moviegoer Uh-oh. can be in this... I've seen a bunch of parts, yeah. like a lot of the mm-hmm. movie but I've never seen it straight through, and my issue is I don't like the parts I've seen. Hmm. Well, I think that maybe you have to...
1: Put it together the right way, you know. You yeah, have yeah have probably, but I, I mean, like I've watched a
2: lot, like a big chunk of it. It just, it doesn't. It's not my thing. So
0: when you when you lack any sort of emotion, it is hard to enjoy a movie like this. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to my top ten, I cry at every movie. <laughs> I, know, so I don't lack emotion. I texted that to the group. I was like, uh, Artie, to take away Artie's thing is he just weeps at every movie he watches,
1: basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> So uh, man, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna have to correct yeah, by the next that time, should next jump
0: video. up on your list, man. because yeah. th- especially you, I think will absolutely maybe we
1: done. could maybe we could do a viewing front to end. All right, yeah, I think we'll I might have to look at it. Is isn't there a weird director's cut situation with that? Like where there's two versions there, that always scares never me away. Seen,
0: I've never seen the director's cut. The okay, you've only sure.
1: seen the, the theatrical. Okay, all right. Well, there we go. Almost Famous, Camera is Almost Famous as number nine. Yeah, let's go number eight. Number eight is second movie in a row with Philip Seymour
0: Hoffman. Oh boy. It is The Coen Brothers 1998 Big
1: Lebowski. The Big Lebowski,
0: which I think is it may be on other people's lists, I don't I don't remember now. This one like absolutely shaped me as a human being. Uh Coen Brothers, man, and and they're, I and I know there's plenty of they have plenty of good movies that that you could pick from, but this one their comedy sensibility just hits hits me in the right spot it, it, it tickles me like it's subtle it's you know i love step movies like step brothers and and you know anchor all that stuff it's all great but this the coen brothers the way they do it is so subtle and like just little like throwaway lines that are like hysterical it it's it's definitely more i would consider that more highbrow comedy as opposed to like a step brothers which is, would be considered i guess lowbrow low, low and it's just it's just a fucking hilarious movie that makes It's a ridiculous premise. I mean, it's talk about Seinfeld being the show about nothing. It's the movie about nothing. Like it's ridiculous, you know. But uh, also just completely brilliant.
1: Yeah, the the Cohen brothers are masters of the page. They really are when it comes to screenplay. Yeah, but are you a big Cohen brothers guy? Big Big Cohen
2: brothers guy. Love this movie. What Uh, year was this? Ninety-eight. Okay. Funny story about this movie. My mom and I went to see this together, just us oh, two. That's not a mom movie. Well, we didn't know that going into <laughs> it. Yeah. She uh she took me and I was in eighth grade, depending on <laughs> what it might have been seventh if it came out yeah. later in the year, earlier in the year, and Julianne Moore's flying around naked yeah. and Para reads like I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna move a seat over, Ma. I got you one beat, Artie. I watched in high school, but it is a phenomenal movie. I watched in high school. I watched the movie Kids
1: with my mom. Oh my god, the whole thing. Oh yeah, that should have stopped at some point. That's yeah. Uh, that's, there's was, a there's a there's a, a I, stop button. I think
0: she thought it was important to watch like together. An educational deal. Yeah, Ooh. I think it was because it was like during the AIDS. You know, the AIDS was a big deal, and you know that's prominently featured in that movie it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Like, it was not inappropriate. Yeah, that is it app- wasn't appropriate for a 15 or 16-year-old to watch, period. <laughs> but especially with her mother, it was just yeah, not oh. cool. That is an extremely traumatic. Experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, it was one of many. So yeah, I just the, the Big Lebowski. I mean, J- Jeff Bridges. It, I mean, I, I I think it's Jeff Bridges is it's the one people
1: think about him the most. Yeah. You know, uh, dude, it's he, been a while for Big Lebowski. College, like I think freshman or sophomore year of college. Oh, it's worth a watch. Yeah, reward. I don't know why I haven't. It, just by just out of probability, it should have crossed yeah. my path. But I know the worst thing that came out of that movie was people excessively ordering white Russians everywhere <laughs> that, is, yes, that drink should not exist.
2: My buddies across my apartment complex in college, sophomore year of college, did the white Russian challenge. They would drink a white Russian Gross. every time he poured one. There's like, that's drinking like a gallon of milk.
1: Yeah, yeah. you're going to throw up just on the milk alone. Oh,
0: yeah. why, why is that a thing? Does Joey R. <laughs> hate this movie just for that reason? There's, <laughs> there's prominent white
1: Russians? It, it very well could be. It very, I, I do think he's a big Lebowski guy. But
0: though. I mean, the, just the, the list of people in this movie are... are uh, Jeff Bridges, John Goodman... Bushemi, John Turturro, Phil Seymour Hoffman... Uh, uh, you know, who, who else did you say? Uh, uh, Tara Reid and... Uh, um, Julian Moore and Julian Moore. I mean, there's just so many awesome people in this and and I think for a lot of these actors this is one of the movies that you remember them for so uh it's just great it shaped shaped my comedic sensibilities for sure
1: John Satoru is such an under the radar excellent actor yeah, I, I, I mean, really like him in every single thing he's in
0: him and Steve Buscemi were really like the 90s actors yeah. that like they just were everything good
1: you know like yeah they, they couldn't go wrong so. Yeah, great stuff. All right, so that was your number eight. eight. Okay, it is time for number seven. All right, number seven, and that was your Cohen Brothers selection. Too. That was my Cohen Brothers so selection. We have a big. We have a big uh, name off the list.
0: Now. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say Cameron Crowe is also a decently big name, but not you know not I, the, we haven't gotten to the big ones yet, but
1: that's probably the biggest one so far. So we could rule out Jerry Maguire, and then we're pretty good. So. <laughs> oh yeah, we
0: could definitely rule. I mean, I like that movie. All right, this one you probably won't be surprised by. It's uh, Edgar Wright's two thousand four is Shaun of the Dead. Yes, you uh, love that one. I do love this one. I, I, again, another one that really just like hit. Again, I consider this like highbrow comedy, kind of like more subtle humor and uh it's you know, British humor too. But it's not obnoxious. I, I don't I don't particularly love like um The Full Monty. Yeah, well, who, uh,
1: no. <laughs> Well, Monty the full is what? Monty. How you filled in that blank? British, no, he's close to uh, uh, <laughs> oh, It's so Monty Python, mean, like, Monty
2: Python is what you're talking
1: about. No, I was thinking the full Monty. Oh. <laughs> he didn't even say Monty. He was just. Or... I thought he was gonna say a British humor movie. Like he wasn't into British well, humor.
0: Okay, who did a Holy Grail though? Uh, uh, Monty Python. It's Monty. British humor, but it's not like I'm not necessarily into uh, Monty Python kind of stuff. This, this isn't that. It's just subtly hilarious pop culture humor. They're making fun of a genre that like. Was, I guess, was getting to be big at the time, uh, and just done in hilarious fashion. The slow zombies. Yeah. yeah. Like really slow. Um, this brings me to my opening song because this is the first movie it's prominently featured in. As Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are leaving the pub, wasted, they're singing <coughs> white lines, do 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 do, and then the zombie in the background go, do 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 do. <laughs> I'll just, yeah exactly it's fucking hilarious even now um just fucking brilliant
1: yeah a, a recent watch of one that you've were pushing on me for a while like you haven't seen any of it I, fi- I finally did it a Recently? lot of fun yeah uh, about a year ago oh, okay yeah about yeah, a year yeah. ago or within the last year yeah. i'd say a lot of fun um, yeah. i love movies in bars too that's like it's a it's a great little movie so ambiance Kier thing Kieran and i have a, we worked at a place that's kind of similar to the winchester and yeah. a weird
0: way and I can to, like like, it kind of happened. Hurricane Sandy, I remember. Everybody lost power. It was really bad here on Long Island. And where did we go? Just huddle up in the bar, yeah. The bar has the power. <laughs> Let's go charge our phones. You know, this is yeah. home base, you know? like
2: I remember once being at the bar you guys are mentioning, and there was a major snowstorm outside, like, at like 9.30, so <laughs> everyone who was there had to make a decision, like, am I staying or am I leaving? And it was open mic night, and a ton of people stayed, and I was just like, all right, I guess I'm just walking to Kieran's and sleeping yeah. there tonight, yeah. I'm not driving No, home. It's, it's,
0: it's home base. And, and funny story, in my hometown, we actually have a Winchester Cafe. Oh, really? Yeah, a bar in the oh, of Winchester, cool. yep. Uh, not a place I would ever go. But uh, it's a thing. Um, so it's just it's a it's a it's a hilarious movie. It, it, it came out in, a, in my early twenties and hit every every comedic spot for me. So. Is
1: the Winchester in your town near the Dirt Mall? From the no, that mall, was not you in talk? my town. A that different was, town. Oh, you, okay. liked, did you yeah. like the, <laughs> the Dirt Mall? Yes. Shout out to the and mall. And Grant
0: so. actually went to the, the college in that, in that town, town yeah. so he, he was familiar. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it's uh, dude. The movie's really funny. Um, a, a, just a total rewarding watch if you're just looking for something light. to, yeah. to I love the concept of, like, them being too oblivious to realize that there's, like, a zombie epidemic yeah. going on. They don't think everyone's wasted. Yeah. He walks for convenience store, slips in somebody's blood, doesn't matter. Yeah, they're just out to lunch. Always hung over,
0: right? And then I, 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 one scene I will mention, I, I don't love rehashing all the scenes, but I, I I, will in this case. They finally figure out, oh, there's shit, there's zombies in our backyard. And what are we going to use? I love it. They find the record, the record collection, <laughs> and then instead of just throw, I don't know why you throw a record at a zombie, but instead of just throwing them, they, they have to go through, oh, which ones can we throw? Oh, get rid of that one. Oh, no, <laughs> kid, 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 not Prince. No, this yeah. one. You know, you Batman
1: Returns soundtrack? Throw it. it. <laughs> just Fucking <laughs> brilliant. Like, great really stuff. Really good. Really funny. Okay, that was number seven. 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 Okay, so we're going to go over your number six, and we're going to take a little um, a little segue break here. So let's finish off the back five.
0: This one is going to throw you, I think. Cool. And uh, this one I put on the list, to preface it, um, because it's I think it's something, a movie that nobody talks about, and maybe a lot of people haven't seen and I think they should. I think you guys should. It's a great movie. It's it's my Danny Boyle pick, and okay. that's gonna be really shock you because it's not the one you'd think it is. Mm-hmm. It is Danny Boyle's twenty fifteen Steve Jobs. Wow. Yeah. I know that's odd. Like you already given me a look. Like I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Um, starring Michael Fassbender, Kate Winslet, Seth Rogen, Jeff Daniels, uh, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin written. So it's first of all, I'm a big Sorkin you are a Sorkin, guy. I'm a Sorkin guy. head. Yes. For sure. Um, And I'm a big Danny Boyle guy. Train Spotting is one of my favorite movies. I didn't put it on this list because I I feel like that movie gets enough attention. And I I wanted to give attention to something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, This is a fucking brilliant movie. It it goes from the release uh, of the Mac. Not the Apple II, but the Mac. And then it goes from that to... uh, He did one in the middle. He released uh, another system that did not do well. And then it ends with the release of the iMac and it goes, it it, it talks about his, the tumultuous, I mean, he, he was kicked out of Apple. He was voted out of Apple and then returns. And, you know, obviously we know what happens after that, but Michael Fassbender gives a brilliant, if not un- inaccurate portrayal, but it, I, it doesn't even matter that it's inaccurate. Right. Well, yeah. It, it, it's about the performance and it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And it's, the whole movie is two actors in a room, which I've said many times. It's my favorite kind of movie, just two actors cooking
1: in a room, and
0: that's what this is. And it's something everybody should see. I think it's
1: brilliant. Yeah, and it falls into that that character study conversation we had in our Lawrence Arabia episode already. We just we just came out with, where yeah, let's let's get away from the 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 facts around the real man a little bit and tell a story about someone who's ahead of a company like that and what the toll that takes on family, the toll that takes on, on self image and, and, and all that. And, and, you know, the cost of being that type of character. Yeah. It's dude, it's a good movie. It's a real good movie. I've only seen it once. And you know, I'm a big Danny Boyle guy too. It's and ex- I've seen a lot of his, I've, that might be one of the, his only ones that I've seen that I haven't seen more than once. It's extremely rewatchable. I, I've rewatched yeah.
0: it many, many times. Kate Winslet gives a She's great, great performance. Um, Seth Rogen, it's one of his great serious roles. He plays Wozniak.
1: Yeah. Um, Jeff Daniels in that one too.
0: Jeff Daniels, yes. yes. He he was he plays the head of Apple, like this uh, the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just fantastic. It's, you know, it goes into like, can a hyper successful person also be a good person, or are they just, you know, do you have to lack scruples? Mm. Um, You know, do our visionary can visionaries be? And people, and, and you know, you can decide for yourself, but uh, yeah. it's it's a what or what the what does being
1: a visionary do to you and your family and yeah. your
0: relationships, you know?
1: Um, Very cool. I was totally expecting to see Danny Boyle on this list, I was not expecting to see Steve Jobs. Yeah, that was that you did, it, you did throw like it like I, I said.
0: It was, I wanted to give time to a movie that doesn't get a lot of attention, and uh, I, I think it's it's if you like it's a movie like Social Network, this, this is it's definitely like a cousin of Social Network yeah. to me. Uh, also Aaron Sorkin, so... Artie, Steve Jobs.
2: <clears throat> uh, this is a great choice. This is a great movie. You've seen it. Yes, I've seen it several times, to your point of it being rewatchable, because I'll catch it in the middle and I'll it, just keep it on. You
0: can catch it at any of the... Because uh, it, it really is a, a, a three-act uh, movie. Like, uh, there's three distinct acts, and you can catch them in any one of those.
2: And like you said, there's a lot of scenes where it's just two people. Even the scene where Jobs is talking to the crowd... And Seth Rogen gets up. He's like, "Can you at least Ugh. thank the people who worked on the Apple too?" And he's like, nah, "I nope. can't do that." Yeah. Like, uh-huh. it, it and Kate Winslet obviously is brilliant. great. Yeah,
0: it, it, it's brilliant everything. It, it, it's I, and th- I don't care. It's not about it being inaccurate or accurate. It's a movie. Totally. So, yeah. And I think it's I think it does did suffer from there being another Steve Jobs. Get yeah, Ashton movie. Kutcher one, right? And I think that one's <laughs> I, I've never seen it, but I've heard it's not. Great. I think I think that I think one coming out
2: helped. Steve Jobs <laughs> in comparison it's so bad the old Dante's peak
1: volcano syndrome
0: well also uh, Capote yeah but those there was, are both bad there, yeah. was, there was two Capote movies one yep. was good with Philip Seymour yep. Uh but I think that's the same thing it suffered
1: from like the other movie you know Deep, deep Impact and Armageddon <laughs> Yeah, there you go
0: yeah there, a one, you know one kind of takes the, the, the
1: yeah the,
0: the of luster it. off the other ones.
1: Okay, so that was your number six. Before we get to your top five, in the, uh, the little midway point here, I'm going to ask you what movies might have been eligible uh, had we not had the best picture the best picture rule. So so best picture winners that would have contended to be on your list here.
0: All right. Uh, I, I have a few. Silence of the Lambs is, is I mean, that's like one mm. of my favorite movies of all time. I've, yeah. I've said that in the cast before. So that one would have been on the list. Um, Deer Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, is also one of my top movies. Uh, don't know where that would have fallen, but it probably would have made the list.
1: An upcoming Best Picture Cast episode coming in there. At a first
0: watch for me. Ooh. Oh, what a fucking movie. Oof, you're going to love it. <laughs> um, and then No Country for Old Men, of course, the uh, uh, Cohen mm-hmm. movie. Uh, so I had to pick something else, but that one's absolutely brilliant. So those would yeah. those definitely probably have made my list.
1: Before we move on to number five, out of the directors you've mentioned, did any of them have a a runner up that could have been in the mix that wasn't the top dog?
0: Well, I mean, Danny Boyle has more than a few that I that mm-hmm. I could have put on there. Train spotting—that's the
1: one I thought you'd you'd have on this one. I yeah, and, again, on I there. explained
0: like, kind of why I didn't do that. But no, he doesn't. Have, I mean, I I don't think I would have put Slumdog on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, not, not No
1: Country would be the Cohen brothers. It's a, a double. No country edged, would have yeah. been
0: yeah, exactly. That's that was yeah. that would have been my pick there. So all
1: right. So as as we bring up the next five, if there's a direct you can just kind of say what the runners up would have been there too as, yes, as we get absolutely. into it. Okay, so let's uh let's not waste any more time. Let's head to number five, this is Chris G's top five. All right. Uh this one could have easily
0: been in the top three, but I put it where I put it, and uh that's where it stays. And it is it is a Scott brother, okay. But it's not the Scott brother that some of you would have picked. Ooh, uh-huh. I think I know this. It's boy. my it's my buddy Tony, Tony yep. Scott. Mm-hmm. I, but I love Tony Scott. I love everything he did. I even love Domino, which is you I do. argue is can be argued. Is you not selected
1: a, it in our sub fifty? tour the first one, I, which is disgraceful. It's sub fifty,
0: but uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful film. Uh, so Tony <laughs> Scott, it's his ninety three True Romance. Yeah, True Romance, and I. Um, I snuck one in on you because written by Mr. Quentin Tarantino, who is going to appear on my list later. So I got, I got, I got two Quintins in here a little bit.
1: Uh, this is one that I would have like DraftKings gone all in on that it would be on your list, and God. I would and I would have even gone top five. Yeah, I, I was so confident that it would be on. It's got to
0: be on my list. There's, you have
1: some wonderful artwork uh, above your head. We yes. will share it on Twitter. Yeah, that's cool. uh, when yeah, your definitely. episode comes out. You made, yeah. pa- you painted it. Do, do art on uh, skateboard. Yeah I, I, yeah, I
0: do a little painting on skateboards, and uh, I did a, a, a True Romance board. Uh, man, this this movie. I saw this movie. This is one of the the movies I that made me understand that like movies could be cool and dark and and like i introduced me to indie movies in a lot of way ways christian slater patricia arquette dennis hopper fal kilmer gary oldman brad pitt christopher walken i mean the list goes on it's, it's fal kilmer
1: i said that Val <laughs> oh you kilmer, said, yeah, yeah. Fal elvis. Kilmer, kilmer is elvis. elvis you don't even know who he, <laughs> it is him.
0: brad pitt's one i think is his First or one of his first movies made a lot of interesting choices with that character. The fact that Tarantino didn't make this movie is kind of shocking. You know, you yeah. think think this would have been one he
1: would. I, I don't think he had the juice to make you it. Yeah, I think the old story was is that he had to he had to sell the this might be a, a, yes. a, a, no, a folklore, right. but he had to sell one of his two scripts yes in order to so make finance. the other. So yes. he chose he chose to make Reservoir Dogs and have and this one. Have another director for? Oh, it. I think that's the the folklore. I
0: kind of, I kind of think that. I mean, that would Quentin Tarantino directing this would have been amazing. I'm sure. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that Tony Scott. He kind of put his uh, his shine on it. You know, he has that he has that blockbuster kind of kind of shine that he does to things, and that that is really cool style. And this this movie is su- all style, mm. and uh, it's not subtle <laughs> in any nope. way.
2: Nope. Uh, but I have not seen this. Wow, he's uh, Jeez, Artie.
0: Geez, Artie I, that that's that's hard to hear, that's upsetting.
1: This is a you Kieran. Know, do you think this is already being? I I do think so. You know I, I I don't know that. No, you are a Tony Scott guy too. You like a bunch of his movies, Man on Fire and Deja I, Vu.
2: You love Deja Vu, like uh, you, man. We've talked, uh, man. Yeah, those are two unbelievable movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is one of those situations we've talked about on the pod before, where you know you're gonna love a movie, yeah. so you just kind of keep it in your back pocket.
1: Right. You don't yeah. Okay. Yeah. To watch is, it. Yeah, which is fair. So, like, I, I know I'm gonna love it. <clears throat> yeah, so, I watched that with you recently, Chris. Yes. I had seen it in college, but it'd been it forever. Yeah, you know, yeah. those college watches too are, are unreliable. And yeah, just like so, James Gandolfini, but oh, I didn't even powerful, mention
0: James Gandolfini. Dark yeah. scene. Um. It also has one of, I would say. One of the most memorable cinema moments in in, probably in film history between Dan Hopper Hopper and and Christopher Walken, just an unbelievable scene. Uh, It it, it's incredible. It has a few of those as well. By the way, sounds like I need to see those. Yeah, you you really do.
1: Listen, the cast is through the roof alone. You know,
0: Hopper and Walken going at it sounds amazing. I mean, face to face, toe to toe, and 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 really the, the all the stakes, all the all. Artie loves steaks, and there's a lot of steaks in that in that movie, in that scene. Yeah. And so it, it's just it's just a wonderful movie, and, and if you haven't seen it, you sh- definitely should. And uh, Artie, I, that's a must-watch for you.
1: This is something that I think a lot of people hold against movies, uh, particularly of this era, is is the, they'll say, like, oh, well, there's a little bit of that early 90s, like, glaze, a little bit of the quote-unquote dated. A bit. I kind of, like, that's a plus for me. Yeah. Like, I, like, I recently watched Thelma and Louise and just... I totally dug that kind of, like, 90s... I
0: I don't think it... I actually don't think this movie suffers from that that much. I think it exists in its own kind of universe in a weird way. And so even, like, the style of it isn't... Isn't, like, oh, this is a 90s movie. Like, I I don't really feel that. Because it's, like, this weird L.A. kind of, like, style. You know? there's It's just... It, it exists in its own world.
1: Another recent watch, another Brad Pitt movie from the same year, I think, is uh, California with a K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another one that's kind of in that world, but I just, I, I, just find that I'm like kind of a sucker for that me early too. '90s the, the, the feel, that that early '90s vibe. So
0: I, I did mention this. Kieran well, <laughs> had recommended a movie called Badlands to me, yep. and uh I, I had no idea the influence that that movie had. I mean more than influence the I mean, score is the
1: same pretty the much story
0: the story is similar the score is sampled, exactly the yeah, they same they sampled
1: it they sampled yeah. the score
0: so I mean obviously it's Tony Scott and Quentin Tarantino kind of paying homage to I would assume one of yeah. their favorite movies mm-hmm. I would imagine it's very clear once you see Badlands and you see this you're like oh those are these are sister movies you yeah know? Um, but just, it actually didn't make me like uh, True Romance less it made me appreciate it more because I, I, I saw what they were influenced by
1: Tarantino has a way of doing that he yes he does he have does. a way of doing that he knows how to he knows how to properly cite his yeah. sources or yeah. like you know do, you, do, he does the uh, the influence part well where it doesn't yeah. look like he's knocking it off even if he is sometimes exactly yeah. exactly so yeah so already definitely one you can add to your, your list there oh yeah. it's on there already. it's a must it's yeah. a must yeah okay so that was that was number five yes there. We, got, we got Tony Scott in, in, the, in the standings here yeah. so any other Tony Scott movies that might have contended
0: uh I love uh um, Man on Fire like you said. Um Unstoppable is a great one. It's a ton of great one. Cool. Ones. Love, love
1: love Unstoppable. That's oh, his, his final flick, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay,
0: number 4. Number 4. This is my Spike Lee joint.
2: Ooh.
0: And I am going to say that there's a large number of Spike Lee movies that could have been on my list. Uh so this was hard. But this is the one that 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 I gives me the feels, as Artie would say. It's 2002's 25th hour. Wow. Um, Ed Norton, another Philip Seymour. I, I, apparently, I love Philip Seymour Hoffman movies. Cause he's like, <laughs> he's racking them up. He's racking up the statue. Um, Edward Norton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Brian Cox, Barry Pepper, Rosario Dawson, and Anna Paquin. Uh, man, this movie hit me hard. Uh, this is post 9 11, right after 2002. Yeah. Uh, they. They actually had to change the script slightly to uh, deal with the, the elephant in the room,
1: mm. you know? It was like production was during 9-11, basically.
0: It was pre-production. Yeah. And then, um, they, I mean, you, could not do a New, you couldn't do a New York City movie and not reference it, right? Mm. And, but I think they do it beautifully. They do it in a, in a really subtle and respectful way. They only kind of hit it a couple times, but when they hit it, it's fucking heavy. And if you were you know, a certain age at that time this movie feels like it felt back then, you know? Um, and it's, it's a really heart wrenching movie. I find it to be, uh, something that I, I I can really put myself into that character and be like, Oh, what would I feel like if I were, my life was essentially, you know, ending, you know, you know, he's not going to die, but everything that he knows in his life is going to be gone. Mm. The minute he steps into that jail cell. And, uh, by the way, I'm assuming you've seen this movie if you didn't. It's a guy that has a, his last night, his last day before he goes well, to he goes prison, to prison yeah. uh, for, for being a drug dealer. And it's his basically his friends and family coming to terms with this and saying goodbye to him in in, in a way. And him coming to terms with, like, this is going to be my life now. And, and, and it's wi- a wild ride. Um, great stuff. I don't know if you guys... Yeah, Brian
1: read. Cox crushes me in that movie. Yes, um, yeah, this was this was a recent watch for me. I mean, I probably oh. saw this one for the first time in the last year and a half or okay. so, and it, it, it's a goodie. And I and I I really like Spike Lee, man. No, I he doesn't him. have really many misses for me. I mean, it's right. well, well, none of his movies are like among my very favorites. I don't dislike anything I've seen, and Twenty Fifth Hour is is a good one. Love me some Barry Pepper yeah. too, love
0: Barry, Barry Pepper, Pepper, man. I mean, he and he I'll talk about crushing you in a in a in a a role and a scene specifically, I mean, brings you to tears a couple, you know, especially one time in particular. Um, I, I mean, I love, he got game. I love do the right thing. I mean, yeah. uh, there's so many Spike Lee, movies. Summer of Sam, Summer of Sam. I love, he knows
1: how to make a New York movie too. He really does.
0: It, yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't think anybody does it better inside, man. Oh, inside God, man. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. I honest. also, it's... I also do kind of love a, a Spike Lee movie that he doesn't write like I, I inside you're right or thank you for saying our inside man inside man and this I don't he, I, he were based on on something else mm. he didn't well but this one was a book I don't know what inside man was but uh he did not write those and there he's he kind of really rocks a movie where he, he's yeah. not involved in the writing because his own politics he can and stuff get gets a little too the, close to he the gets, his, gets in his passed, own yeah. way often yeah even though I love what he does mm. uh, and, and this stuff he really doesn't you know the, the material is the material and he just brings it to life and, yeah. and it's a wonderful movie.
2: I have not seen 25th Hour. I'm adding it to All my right.
1: list. He's getting another list add. I'm going to have 10 like, movies yeah, I've seen. That surprises me. Give like it already the... homework.
0: It, yeah. it, if you love Inside Man, I, I, I can't imagine you not loving well, this I, movie.
2: I like... Spike Lee's a wonderful director. Yes, yeah. Like really. I even like Miracle at Saint Anna, which is a very unknown I Spike Lee that. movie. Yeah, I've
1: not seen that one. It, either. That's I rented his war it, movie, right? Yeah,
2: I rented it after. I think it came out after he got Game.
1: Have either of you seen The Five Bloods, the, his newer one? I no, haven't seen it either. I, I kind of yeah. haven't
0: seen his newer stuff, regrettably. Um, mm. I think he's he's a very <clears throat> important voice that we the, the most one of the most important voices in in a film that we've had in the last you know fifty years. I love to Do the Right Thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Classic.
1: Yeah. All right, Chris. So that was your number four. It's time. We only got three left here. Number three, the bronze medal. Oh, my, the big directors are coming up. Oh, boy. This will be my Scorsese pick. Oh, boy. Marty time.
0: You know, obviously, it's a tough choice. I mm-hmm. love so many of his movies. But this one is just, man, it's the one I watched all the time i still can watch it and i love it it's uh 2013's wolf of wall street
1: Ooh! Um, i thought yeah. we were going back down the goodfellas good nope. rabbit hole here Again, doing
0: it. The, the, okay so uh, kind of similar to the, the some of the other movies it, we've talked goodfellas to death i don't want to waste not waste time but you know i don't want to give it more time yeah 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 sure uh wolf of wall street is is so performance driven which I, I love. And he, and he, this is a, a thing where he just lets these actors kind of, like, just do do their thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, Leo and Jonah Hill together are just fucking magical. It's it's so much fun. It's so fucking funny. Like, it has everything I love in a movie. John Barenthal, Kyler Chandler, Margot Robbie, just there's so many awesome people in it. And Rob and, Reiner? Yeah, Rob, God, <laughs> Rob Reiner is hilarious. It's, it's just... It's really great. I know, Karen, it's probably not one of your favorites. Not
1: one of my favorite Marty Snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I do... I like it as a comedy. I do like it as a comedy. I mean, I
0: I look at it as, as yeah. a
1: comedy. Yeah, me. so like if I want to sit and laugh, I'll watch it. But yeah. I just you know when we're talking like, Marty's made some great films. Like you know so we're to, when you talk Marty Scorsese to me, I'm gonna pick the ones that I think are the best films. And I think that that movie is lacking in some areas as far as that goes. But uh, it is a funny one. And Artie, you're gonna you're gonna do it to us again, aren't you? I've never seen it. Oh that. come yeah. on, dude, this
0: nope. is crazy. Uh, yeah.
1: I know that is that one's a little hard to to you. I guess you must have just. I've, I've seen avoided. parts
2: of it but yeah, yeah
1: I, I yeah I'm not I don't know. Yeah. I know I'm not going to like it. Yeah, I well, could,
0: that, I wouldn't go into it like that. I don't think that's
2: I, I, I when I go into it I'm I'm going to give it an open mind of open viewing experience but I just have a feeling that it's not my kind of
0: stylistic movie. I, I don't know. I, I would be surprised if there wasn't on some level something you, you like about it. I mean, it's it's so much fun. Like, there
1: are some legitimate laugh out loud until you're in tears I've moments. I've seen the way. Rob
2: Reiner scene where he comes in and he's like, yeah, they the kill the, yeah, yeah. yeah, The I mean, So the, what
1: kind of sides are these? $10,000 in
0: sides? There, There's also a, a lot of, you know, Scorsese's known for like letting actors kind of improv and do their thing. And I mean, there's a lot of that in this. And it's too hilarious effect. I mean, it, it's
1: on my list. Like, I'm going to cool. watch it. Yeah, I mean, Jonah Hill's character is very... And I'm not the biggest Jonah Hill guy, but his... You, you can't watch this and not laugh. No. Uh, you just you can't with it. He's he, he's going to find one of those buttons on you and push it. And and you know what? You know, you look at Leo's career who's had a very kind of serious filmography. Is this his, like... This is his most comedic performance, right? Probably close. To, like, yeah. Is there anything... i can't trying to think if there's anything... Because you know, he, he he's playing for comedy most of this movie, yeah, and and he's he's brilliant. He at it. it's funny, like, yeah. He's absolutely
0: like, brilliant at it.
1: I know he's in Don't Look Up, but he's kind of the straight man in Don't yeah, Look and, Up.
0: I mean, let's. I don't really want to give that movie yeah. time because I just I just you're don't not, like it. But
1: you're not a big Jonah Hill guy. I'm not. No, I don't like him. I don't like him. Like uh, he's. I, I I think I mean, he's, now he's very he's very oh, I love I love Superbad. What about forgetting no. No. Sarah Marshall? Oh um, yeah, right. He's very funny. No, I he's funny. I don't kind of like I him. Don't like I don't him like, like how prison. he carries himself. Yeah, yeah it, it's I mean, listen, I, I like I like this Do you mean men's. in real life? This is um I, I public, guess so. Public, I Actually, I don't know much about him. I'm kind so. of
2: fascinated by this. Yeah, there's like, just... Jonah there's, Hill is so lovable. There's
1: something about him as an entity that annoys me, but I do like a bunch of his performances. And like, also,
0: like... like
1: This, this is, is the end. This is the end. Yeah.
0: He, he literally leans into, like, that he's annoying, right? Like, yeah, his public persona He's making fun
1: of himself a little bit. Um, super bad. It's just. So I mean, bad. he
0: gets... Yeah. Satan rapes him with a dildo. It's not more than a little bit, dude. I don't know, dude. Fair. Fair. Uh, Give and, the guys some credit.
1: Great in Moneyball, too. Great in Moneyball. absolutely. Yeah, so I think great. you do
0: like Jonah Hill. Well,
1: yeah, yeah you I guess his I work. do.
0: You can yeah. like his, his performances
2: and not like him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Oh, we, have we just changed Darren's mind? I mindset? guess, I guess this,
2: maybe this didn't make sense to me. I made a note. I wrote, "Not a big Jonah
1: Hill guy." All right, maybe I maybe I don't want to admit that I like him. Maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah, maybe that's it. But
0: yeah. well, I would be curious to hear what Artie thinks of this movie when he sees it because I I do think it just has too much. Going for it. It, it, Kyle Chandler too. A small great. role, but fucking brilliant. on the scene with like, the two
1: of them on the boat. John
0: John Barenthal is great. I mean, I'm I'm a big Barenthal guy, especially after uh, the his HBO show We Own This City is. I mean, yeah. it's he's, an all time performance. He's
1: a, he's a fast riser these days. Yeah, he's he's, he's on this, he's on the great track. King Richard t- uh, too. He's great. He's yeah. amazing.
0: Now
2: Wolf of Wall Street employs a little bit of voiceover, but from what I took, what I heard from Kieran, it's not bad. It's minimal. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's not through the whole movie. I believe. Yeah.
1: And it's done very, uh, I, w- I would say kind of similar in the in the world of like a Big Short, uh, yeah, well, kind of thing. It's done very they're specifically. Es- they're
0: explaining things that otherwise you you couldn't explain visually. You have it's, to. It's breaking the like, fifth wall stuff. Yeah, kind of. You ha- and you have sense. to do it because they're you're talking about like stuff that most people don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, cool. So that, that's your number. That's your three, Chris. That's my number Way three. Way up there. Oh, I, love oh, wow. I, okay. I, I, I love it. Okay, I love so it. So we have your top two coming up here. Before we go there. We're going to talk a little bit about the honorable mentions, but I do want before we go there, your, your Marty runner up would have been Goodfellas, or was it
0: my Marty? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, probably Goodfellas. Uh, I, I do love Color of Money, you know. Oh, I love yeah. that one. Uh, Are you an aviator guy? I do like The Aviator, yeah, man. I don't know, that would be it. It's hard, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's hard. I love so many of his movies. Uh, Departed. Departed could be on there, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, any of those movies I just mentioned, I could flip-flop and just be like, yeah, that one works, or that one works, yeah, and that one works. It's but really it seemed on. like
1: Wolf, you were pretty... I mean, it's your number three, so you are pretty... It, it's, on
0: it. Right now, today, it's my favorite one. But, I mean, I could yeah. go to any of yeah. them. I, I fucking love Casino. I think, yeah, casino, I think casino. casino takes a hit, and I don't under, really understand why. It's, it's a brilliant movie. I yeah. kind of liked
1: Casino, too. I,
2: yeah.
0: I would argue that there's aspects of it I like better than... Good fellas, you know i would agree I'm with that fully yeah. agree with that so all
1: right so let's talk runners up the ones that, and you you had a particularly hard time narrowing this this list this, down. this like,
0: was really this list was
2: excruciating i believe at one point you text me and kieran and you're like i have 22 extra movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what do i do with
1: this?" <laughs> you got like 24 hours in and the list started growing you're like oh god
0: i mean god <laughs> and even the honorable mention list could be 100 movies you know easily um Obviously, Jaws. Every it's widely known that uh, in this world that Grant and I love that movie. It's our yeah, so that's one. your cemented
1: number yeah. one. You didn't include it. Did include
0: it. Yeah, okay. and there are also movies. That I think already made this point in his top ten that like there are certain some movies I've seen so many times that I'm almost like I'm I'm kind of burnt out on. Like Pulp Fiction is a good example of that. Obviously, that was one of the most influential movies I've ever. Like to me, I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but like I've seen it so much now it's like I don't I can't talk about that. Yeah, it's, lost, it's,
1: it's lost it's lost seat at the table. You become numb yeah. to it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there, there's those movies for sure. Uh Shawshank was was is clearly mm. uh, one of my one of my favorite Another movies. Another one we covered
1: you were on that yeah. episode.
0: Exactly. So we don't have to cover that one. Uh Dog Day Afternoon. Mm. Absolutely love Which that. Which you just saw for the first time
2: already. Yeah, and that's a really good movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's,
0: it's insane. It, it's it's amazing. It's it's my favorite Pacino like that that's mm. the Pacino that I love
2: I agree with you yeah more than the Godfathers I liked him in
0: that I like I like that you know that new, that, that high-pitched New York kind of accent yeah. he has in, the, in that era of his yeah. you know before he comes <laughs> down here he's, like, he's up here you know he does that thing you know I love it Attica it's, yeah, Attica it's great um, Point Break barely missed the list really I mean it could have easily been my number nine or eight but I just couldn't. I had there's other movies that I just needed to put on there. Color of Money, I mentioned. Yeah. Slapshot.
1: Slapshot's another one. Yeah. You're always always waving that flag. Uh, there will be blood. Is it's
0: tough to deny. I mean mm. that could have made my list, but it's just it's a tough watch, and I, I just I don't know. I, had I think that. that was on Grant's list. Uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, as yes. Well. Yeah. I had
2: that pegged as your number one. Wow. That's right. I'm crossing it out right now. It, wow. it
0: it's tough just because it's a it's a. It's just a really hard watch. It's not something I can. That it's it's not something I I love it.
1: Tough but rewatch. I can't,
0: yeah, it's like Requiem for a Dream. I love, but I can't watch it again. Dude. Mm. Like it's just a tough watch. I have yeah. a much
2: easier time rewatching There Will Be Blood than Requiem.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then just a couple more I want to mention. Uh, the and this goes to my '90s indie sensibilities, which uh, Kieran mentioned. I I that's kind of my wheelhouse. Clerks really kind of changed my a whole idea of like what a movie could be. I I think a lot of people like, yeah. like oh this this could be a thing like yeah. where a guy just hangs out with his friends and makes a movie like that's you know it just it was the first time I had seen anything like that and it still holds up. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, it's definitely cemented in the nineties, but it's it's a great movie if you've never seen it. I got to mention <laughs> this one. Kieran Kieran loves this one as well. It's a it is this is very a very a, a, a Tarantino. Rip-off is a rough word, but it's it's hard to say it's not. It's a movie called Things to Do in Denver. Yes, it's a really great movie. I, I already I don't know if you love Pulp Fiction and want like Pulp Fiction light. This is
1: this is that movie. More Christopher Walken. Love Andy Garcia too, yeah. dude. I've i everything I see him in. I've, more and more, I'm getting a, an appreciation for Andy Garcia.
0: Yeah, it, it's a it's a wild movie. It, it also exists kind of in its own universe. They build yep. a, a universe. For itself, Yeah. It has its own language. Um, it's a gangster kind of movie. Uh, Christopher Walken plays a crippled mob boss. He's a paraplegic mob boss. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: incredible. Incredible yeah. performance. Yeah, it's
1: an over-the-top, wacky... It's a fantastic
0: movie. So yeah, I mean, I could name a thousand more. I won't yeah. bore everybody. But uh, just a lot of great movies out there. And had to narrow it down.
1: And a few of those that you listed there, I, I, had, I had slated to be on there. Okay. I do believe it is time, my friend. We're going top two. Your silver and gold. All right. Let's start with number two. So my number two is
0: uh, it's my Tarantino pick. It's 2009's Inglorious Bastards. I believe I think it was also this was also on Grant's list. It is this this is legitimately my favorite Tarantino movie. Like I didn't do it because I I don't want to talk about Paul Fiction or whatever. This I think this is a masterpiece. I I I think it's Tarantino using all his powers all his creativity and coming up something that no one else on earth could have done, but him. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't think you could put this in any other director's hands. I just don't think anybody else could produce a movie like that's,
1: this. Yeah. It's a fair point.
0: Um, and it gave us Christoph Waltz, who is a, if, if it's only this and, uh, if it's only this and Django that we know him for, or that we remember him for, that's, those are great things to be remembered by great movies to be remembered by. So we get, he gave us Christoph Waltz and just Brad Pitt. Another f- Michael Fassbender. It's my second Michael Fassbender performance. And he's brilliant in it. It's just it's just a wild movie. I, I think it's Tarantino at, at
1: his best. Yeah. I think we have a new uh, a new name on the leaderboard of, of movies appearing in people's top tens. This one's come up. We've talked about this a few times here now. Uh, Artie, I'll kick it off because I know you're a great lover of this movie.
2: I absolutely love this movie. I I have Django as my favorite. But like you I mean, said, this gave us Waltz, and Waltz's character in this is one of the best movie characters in cinema history. Absolutely.
0: And talk about scene. I mean, there are multiple scenes in this movie that go down as some of the best scenes in movie in film history. It's
2: but one of the. It. It might. It's such a good opening scene. It might be the best opening I, scene I've argue. ever seen. Can't you argue. know, it's 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 right up there.
0: And I I could have put tear. I could have made a top ten list of just Tarantino movies. I mean, I he is mm. one of my favorite directors. I love every single one of his movies. Uh, not the biggest fan of the Kill Bills, but listen, I, they're still great. I just not my favorites.
2: I think that's why Karen put that rule in place. Yeah, yeah, we want. Yeah,
1: we want to spread the spread the wealth a little yeah. bit here. Um, we started off your list by talking about uh, as deserved of a supporting actor win as there's been in J.K. Simmons, you could say the same here for Christoph I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, just, yeah, just just talk incredible, about an actor incredible that, story going into it.
0: An actor that I don't think any other actor had the tools to do that yeah. role. I, yeah. I, I just, so, I don't even know how he found somebody so perfect. Production
2: was held up for like four years because he couldn't find someone who could speak English, German uh, French yeah, right. uh, Italian he needed someone who could speak and all could these add, had the chops yeah. and was like a, a brilliant theater actor I mean, and yeah. he's, he's all of them
0: it's almost as if he he made him in a lab and specifically for this purpose I mean it's just unbelievable it's it's a brilliant movie that's it, yeah. all I can say Brad Pitt's performance is bonkers like just completely something different from him that we've ever seen before and he just nails it uh, it's just incredible.
1: Yeah. Stuff. Fun, fun, like, kind of like extra members of the cast, too, and Eli Roth and, uh, and Ryan from The Office. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yes. like... I was just trying to think of his name. I was just yeah. going to call him Ryan from I, The uh,
0: Office. I'm the little man or whatever. <laughs> That's so bright. Brilliant. Yeah,
1: BJ Novak. BJ Novak, right. Number two. Yep. Uh, a hell of a yep. movie. That's one, really, most of the, of the Tarantino movies at this point that I just find myself revisiting a lot. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And and what it that's like is that not like the best compliment you can have about your filmography that most of your movies you people go back and revisit a lot. Right.
0: Or if you catch it at any point you're just like okay I'm in I'm, yeah. I'm in now. Like this is yeah. this is what I'm doing now for the rest of my the rest All the of the movies time.
1: are like that. Exactly. Wow. So number 2 in Glorious Bastards. Love it. We're up to number 1. I think I know the director. I think I know the picture. Let's see if I got it right, I Chris. You, I
0: think you do. This is not a surprise if anybody knows me or my tastes. Or you know, I've talked about this movie probably at nauseum. Um, you know, I'm a big, big Fincher Fincher head. It's my it's uh, 2000 David Fincher Zodiac, which I know you guys have seen because I made basically <laughs> had a duct tape party to a chair and watch, uh, which he has. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, John Carroll Lynch, Chloe Savini, Robert Downey Jr. Just I think it's as close to a perfect movie for me that there is. It has everything I love. It's dialogue driven, it's te- it's tedious and I, I that sounds like a bad thing, but I mean it in the most amazing. Fincher is a is a tedious filmmaker. He he it's all about the details for him. He makes actors do 5000 takes and in this movie he he did, he, he had a digitally uh, uh put in all the all the gore, the blood, all the cityscape. He he wanted it to be exactly like it was yeah. in the in the in the sixties and seventies. And uh it's just meticulous. And the movie is meticulous. It, it it's a procedural. It's not it it's a serial killer movie, but it's not a serial killer movie. It's a procedural. And uh it's just you feel just like the characters feel that that they're going through this investigation and it's slow and it's monotonous and it's driving some of them completely insane and uh and all you want to know is as the audience is the same thing they want to know who is this guy who who is the zodiac who is this guy killing these people who is this guy sending these ciphers and and it just and it doesn't it really it doesn't give you an answer because there is no answer clearly but it's also not afraid to kind of say, hey, you know we don't know but this is kind of who we think it is.
1: Yeah, man you know so like if you think about this type of genre of movies, one of the thing that gets you through the movie a little bit, you know whether it's like an Alex Cross movie or a, a seven, Right. or saw, or something like that, you know at the end you're going to get some kind of payoff. There's a reveal. And the unsettling thing about this, because a Zodiac Killer is such a famous thing, and the most famous thing about him is never he was caught. never caught. Correct. So you, you're you going through this with that with that familiarity with the genre that you're going to get this payoff, but it, it, but it, never it in your subconscious you know, or your yeah. foreconscious, whatever it is, you know that you're not going to get it, but you're still hoping for it. It's a really yeah. cool tactic. It, it, within a movie. It, it,
0: it, it, the greatest thing about any movie, and especially this one, is that it doesn't pander to the audience. It it, it trusts that we're along for this ride. Very patient movie. Yes, it's patient. And and a movie
1: about a, a killer that was never caught yep. has to be, when it's right. an, investigative, yep. an investigative nature, too.
0: Anyway, Artie. This was a great
2: recommendation. I love this movie. The music is alarmingly good. Absolutely. It's, it really sets the vibe in the scenes that it, it's... It's prominent in and also the scene with the the uh three detectives and john Carroll Lynch. oh my god the interrogation scene is an all-time scene
0: one of mm-hmm. the most brilliant episodes uh uh sorry one of the most brilliant scenes in, in any movie ever and it it because you're in the moment the the characters are think they think they know they think they got this guy and you as an audience member are like oh it's got to be him right like well, you know, I had those knives in my trunk, but, you know, that was because I, you know, there was blood, but it was because I killed a chicken the day before. And, you know, I was at the lake, the Lake Berryessa murder, famous murder uh, of Zodiacs. I was at Lake Berryessa that, you know, but but I was skin diving and, you know, and you're just like, and then he has the Zodiac watch, right? With the, the Zodiac brand with, with the insignia and you're just like, well, this is clearly the guy, right? Yeah. Except the evidence doesn't really support that it's the guy, you know? So it's just like this mind fuck of like, uh, yeah. they, they, you are along, he brilliantly takes you along for the ride, like you are in on the investigation and you're being driven crazy along with everybody involved.
2: I love how earlier in the movie one of the witnesses says he kind of lumbers when he walks and as he walks, John Carroll Lynch walks away from that yeah. scene through the he window. They, they show all three of the detectives looking at him <laughs> and he's like slightly limping. They're like, anyone else think that's the
0: guy it, it's it, it's oh, I, I would say probably the best my I think is the best ruffalo performance uh, there is he's absolutely brilliant and and calm I there's a little scene where um, he he gets accused of, of something writing one of the the, the zodiac letters and uh, for publicity or whatever and he's he's disgraced and uh Jill Hall's character calls him up and the wife is giving him shit on the, you know, why are you, how are you calling us right now? This is happening, and Ruffalo kind of just saunt in his robe, listening to some soft jazz, just saunters over to the phone, grabs it out of her hand very calmly, and just hangs it up. And it's like <laughs> it's so subtle, yeah. But it's like just a just brilliant. Like it, it's, it's this movie is about the little things. So if you need, if you need action and a lot of hitting you over the head with things, you will not like this movie. I mean, mm. I don't think this movie's for everyone. Um, yeah. But I think if you love film and you and you love acting and and you really can be patient with a movie, this one pays off in spades.
1: Yeah, I think probably one of the most criminally omitted pictures from the Oscars from a modern, prestigious director. Yes. I mean, to get zero Oscar nominations really, is, like, really, really wild. Really
0: great. I mean, it's considered
1: one of the best Oscar years. 2007 is, like...
0: The Oscar year mm. in recent memory, but not to get a nomination is egregious. That has aged poorly in the zeitgeist, right? Yeah. Like this movie is beloved
1: now, yeah, but was dis disregarded when it came out. It, it's pretty crazy, and you wonder, wasn't there another Zodiac movie that came out around? Yeah, the but time? It, was,
0: it was a really shitty, like like low budget movie. Yeah, so maybe again, maybe that's. Yeah. I, I think there's been a lot of Zodiac material out there, mm. uh, but this, I, I mean, this one. The one thing that gives me, I feel okay with, is that I think now it is looked at as a huge miss by the Oscars. Like, yeah, and, like and... Everybody knows it was a big miss.
1: And since then, everything that Fincher comes out with, people know to check first. You know, even if it's not very good like a mank. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Well, I, I think mank gets, got such a, uh, a response from the Oscars probably almost like a makeup. Like, uh, we yeah. missed it over here, but we'll give you it now.
1: Between that and Social Network. Social Network was the other where it got all the nominees but didn't yeah. win the big prize. Listen, uh,
0: Social Network could have easily been on this list. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I, th- I think this is the one, I think this is one of the best movies in the last 25 years. Yeah. Easily. Wow. easily. What an ending, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, they don't <clears> give you, Oh, they don't want to give it away, but they don't give you much. But, i they it's satisfying as much as this movie could be satisfying yeah Yeah. Um, and it is surprisingly rewatchable like at least for me i can catch it at any moment i'm like oh i'm in now like i'm stuck you know so uh it's just i can't this could be this could be my number one movie regardless of jaws i mean
1: it, it is one of my top movies i i love it i highly recommend it to anybody so yeah very cool very cool all right, so that's your 10. You want to give us a little recap here. Go from 10 to 10 to 1. Absolutely, for us. my top 10 is uh, number 10 Whiplash, number 9
0: Almost Famous, number 8 The Big Lebowski, number 7 Shaun of the Dead, number 6 Steve Jobs, 2015's uh, Michael Fassbender. Steve Jobs, that's an important distinction. Number 5 True Romance, number 4 25th Hour. Number three, Wolf of Wall Street; number two, Inglorious Bastards; and number
1: one, Zodiac. Great list, Chris. Great list. I I do want to throw out because this is a a movie that I thought for sure you'd bring up, and we mentioned in our our little beer section at the start. Easy Rider didn't didn't make the list, huh? That. For me, that's that
0: I love that movie, but it's more of a... I have a per, like a kind of personal connections to that movie. Mm.
1: Uh, you got a nice artwork on the I wall. Do. Or I I supposed, love the yeah.
0: movie, but it's not gonna it's not gonna be in my top ten. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Just it's uh, there's movies that are just far,
1: that that are a bigger part of my life than that. Yeah. Cool. You know. Already with any movies you thought you'd hear uh, today that didn't come up off the top of your head? No. He, uh, maybe Eternal Sunshine. I thought you might print like that one too. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, yeah, so Chris, listen, great list. uh any plugs you want to throw out there? You have anything to just without? To, can people find you? What's your Twitter handle? No, no, okay.
0: I, I wouldn't even. Uh, if you have reached me out, reached out on it, I wouldn't even know. So you, could, <laughs> you could fax,
1: Chris. Yeah, at 631. <laughs> Smoke signals work, real yes, well. Yes, you know? yes. tie a, tie a little note to the nearby pigeon and smack it on the ass and send it Carrier pigeon scent it. is lavender. <laughs> 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 uh, you do. Uh, you are putting together some great artwork and these things, too. I don't know if you're going to end up eventually selling them or what yeah. you're going to do, but we'll put a couple of them up on sure. Twitter just so people can see your, uh, yeah, cool. see your skills. And if you want to hear them on other Best Picture Cast episodes, whether you're a, you know, a, a classic movie fan from, from the, old, uh, the old times, you can hear them talk about uh, the Broadway melody or Bridge of the River Kwai. If you are not a, an Oscar guy, you want to hear them talk about uh, Back to the Future or, or Halloween. Or League of Their Own, he's on those too. Or if you're that B-movie fan, Chopping Mall is your uh, is your choice. He's yeah, definitely, all those. definitely listen to that one,
0: man. It's a great episode, and we had a lot of fun on that
1: one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Artie, any
2: closing thoughts here on Chris's List? No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you were able to stay awake through this, Chris. I, th-
0: I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's time for my, uh, my nap, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Artie, you got a lot of work to do. I want to get four, four or five movies you haven't seen in my list. So. I got four
2: movies. There things to, to do in Denver when I'm dead: Wolf of Wall Street, Twenty Fifth Hour, and True Romance. Beautiful. Yeah,
1: got go. a lot of work And to do. as we said before, Chris will stay on you. That's that's what he does. That's he right. does best. Chris closing thoughts here. I want to say uh, you no, got.
0: Thanks for letting me do this. Uh, it's nice to uh, to talk about me. I love talking about me. It's my, <laughs> one of my favorite things. So. Uh, <laughs> I well, really you are great. It. I really <laughs> appreciate it. It's lovely. Anytime you want me to talk about meme more, just let me know. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, thanks for listening. You can find us on all the social medias at Best Picture Cast. Over on Twitter, we are on Letterboxd. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Best Picture Cast. Rate, review, all of that. Let us know what you think of Chris's list. Is it you, any of your favorites on here or any of his favorites, some of your least favorites. You can read out, reach out to us on the Best Picture Cast Account. Uh, I'll find a way to get it to the, to the carrier pitch and get it over to Chris's <laughs> house. Yes. But Chris, play us out here. Mm-hmm.
2: Thrown like a star in my vast sleep, I opened my eyes to take a peek, to find that I was
0: by the sea. Man came singing songs of love Then when the hurdy-gurdy man came singing
2: songs of love